0: Support for the morning newscast comes from the Homer Foundation, a local community foundation serving the southern Kenai Peninsula. Through the Homer Foundation, your gift into a permanent endowment can strengthen our community for years to come. Let the Homer Foundation help you build your giving legacy through an end-of-life bequest. A bequest gift is easy to establish and creates an enduring commitment to what you care about. Call the Homer Foundation at 235-0551 or visit the website at www.homerfoundation.org. Good morning, you are listening to KBBI Homer AM 890 and K201 AO Seward 88.1 FM. Today is Tuesday, March 7th, and I'm Simon Lopez with this morning's news. Kenai Peninsula students got a chance to get out on the ice with fishing rods and bait last week. It's part of a program run by the Department of Fish and Game with local schools and homeschooling families to teach kids about fish, their varieties, and habitats throughout the year. KBBI's Corinne Smith tagged along with elementary students at the Homer Reservoir and has this report.
1: About 50 feet out on the ice of Homer's frozen reservoir, Dozens of students from kindergarten to second grade are bundled up and gathered in twos and threes around cut holes in the ice. They each hold a mini fishing rod baited with shrimp. Six-year-old Solo Sky Frost sits patiently jigging the line as instructed, waiting for a fish. It's his first time fishing, and he's focused. I'm
0: trying to ice fish, which I've never done before. It's my first day actually.
1: The ice fishing event is part of the Alaska Department of Fish and Game's annual Salmon in the Classroom program, which teaches Kenai Peninsula students about salmon biology throughout the school year, says Fish and Game sport fish biologist Holly Dixon. So most
2: of these kids back in their classrooms have aquariums where they're raising um, salmon eggs to fry and then they'll release them in the spring, and this is just one of the other events that happens throughout the winter as part of that program."
1: Today, students are fishing for Dolly varden, which can be found in freshwater lakes like the reservoir or the open ocean, which can grow up to 30 inches or 27 pounds.
2: It's the middle of the winter, so they are not as actively feeding, but when the the kids drop bait down on a jig, uh, it might be the first snack they've seen in a while. Um, A lot of the dollies are are pretty long and skinny, um, and so I think they they can be voracious at times up here. especially when we show up with a bunch of kids and a bunch of bait.
1: Dixon says the outdoor event helps students learn about ice fishing gear, technique, and safety, as well as sport fish harvest limits and deciding whether to catch or release a fish. After about an hour, there are not a lot of bites, and some students leave their rods secured in the snow to run and check on each other to see who's caught a fish. There's also snacks and hot cocoa to help with the waiting. Aaron Pollock is a kindergarten teacher with Fireweed Academy, a Homer-based charter school, one of the classrooms where students are experiencing the life cycle of salmon firsthand.
2: In the fall we go to the Anchor River for a field trip where we actually cut open salmon and we fertilize the eggs with the milk and then we get to bring the eggs back to our classroom and raise them in a tank. Um, and so we've, we have eggs at our classroom that have hatched into fry and the kids are starting to be able to feed them, and they record the temperature in the tank every day, and um, they're so excited they've each named one of the fish.
1: Pollock says while some students are fishing for the first time, others come from commercial fishing families and are very familiar. Regardless, the learning experience also connects students to the community.
2: Maybe a third of our families are fishing families, whether they're um, gill netters or saners or whatever part it may be in our community um and then yeah we have we have maybe at least half who have no idea that this existed as an option and even the fishing families are didn't know that you can ice fish here in the winter I didn't know that and I've been salmon saining for like seven years so last year was my first year coming to this program and I was like what do you mean there's fish in the reservoir I love ice fishing I had no idea
1: Ryan Lee is a parent volunteer and says his second grader has been out ocean and river fishing quite a bit. But he says it's about having fun outside. That's learning, you know, being in nature, keeping themselves busy, like, you know, just doing active stuff outside. If they catch fish, that's awesome, and that just adds to the excitement to do this again. Um, but you know, like look at these guys, over they're just making a snow fort. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if they're fishing or not, as long as they're warm and moving around and having fun. The Department of Fishing Games Game says 675 Kenai Peninsula students participated in two days of ice fishing at Sport Lake in Soldatna and at the Homer Reservoir. There's the promise of taking the fish home and cooking it up with families, but today only one dolly was caught and released. Students will have to hope for more bites another day. In Homer, I'm
0: Corinne Smith. In other news, parts of the Kenai River are still frozen over, but the Alaska Department of Fish and Game has already closed the early and late King Salmon runs to sport fishing, also shutting down the beleaguered Cook Inlet Eastside set fishery before fishermen can gear up. Ken Coleman is vice president of the Kenai Peninsula Fishermen's Association, which represents set netters. He says he's never seen the fishery close completely this early. This is my 53rd year coming up as a set netter, and I have never experienced this. Fish and Game released a preseason forecast for the early run every winter to give guides and fishermen a sense of what to expect before the summer starts. This year, the department projects fewer than 3,000 kings in the early run and around 13.5 thousand in the late run, following be- falling below the goal range set by the Board of Fish of 15 to 30,000 fish. In a pair of emergency orders released on March 2nd, the department said that meant it would close all sport fishing for king salmon in the river. Changes have been worked have been hard on guides who long relied on taking clients on king salmon trips. As counts have continued to decline and closures have become more common, they've pivoted to fishing for sockeye, halibut, and trout. But for set netters, whose fishery also closes when the king sport fishery does, there is no plan B. Coleman said Friday his phone had been ringing all day since the orders came out. But they've been asking is there any way to... Uh... Make a a change? Is there anything mechanical that we can do uh, as set netters, such as uh, fishing less or fishing shallower nets? Legal action and out of cycle proposals to the Board of Fish both failed last year. Coleman says the best they can hope for is in the middle of the summer. The department makes another assessment and gets to a point where it's able to reconsider opening the fishery at least partially. But he says that would require a miracle. And moving on, a bit of good news: a sled dog who was lost after a highway car accident last week has been found and will be returned to her owner soon. Five-year-old Donna went missing last Monday. Her owner, Gulch Musher Frank Haberman, was driving back from Fur Rondi in Anchorage following an 11th place finish when his trailer came off his truck, the doors opened, letting some of the dog sleds the sled dogs loose onto the Sterling Highway near Girdwood correction, that is the Seward Highway near Girdwood. One of the dogs ran onto an ice floe in Cook Inlet and was later rescued with help from the Anchorage Fire Department, but Donna ran off toward Girdwood. Two days later, she was spotted on a cabin porch in Indian. Some volunteers put out a live trap to get her back. Haberman said the hard, says the hard part was getting the skittish dog to come close.
1: She would not come close enough for him to grab her, which is her normal behavior. She's, um, the kind of dog with her wild animal personality.
0: On Friday, four days after her escape, the volunteers finally lured her into one of the live traps. Now she's staying with one of Haberman's friends in Anchorage. Haberman says he's relieved, and he says all the dogs are doing okay.
1: You couldn't tell anything happened to the dogs. It's just there was no, no psychological effects on them.
0: He says the trailer was built by a local maker who agreed to deal with the wreck and the associated costs, but without a way to transport the dogs. He says his race season is over for now. And with that, we wrap up this morning's news for this Tuesday, March 7th. And you are tuned in to KBBI Homer AM 890 and K201 AO in Seward on 88.1 FM.